You're listening to Podhaven. Moon River, wider than a mile. I'm crossing you in style someday. Ah, oh, hello. So, uh, this is the Indie Haven podcast, Back in the Saddle, our new horse podcast for horse enthusiasts. Oh, nice. Um, and I wanted to kick off by asking you guys what your favourite horse variety is. Horse? Oh, yeah, same, actually. What about you, Astrid? I'm quite a fan of... The what are those little ponies called? The little ones, you know. Ponies aren't you know, horses. You know, the, no. Ponies aren't horses. Fucking fight me. Back in the saddle is a horse podcast, and um, <laughs> if you're going to start bringing up non-horses when we're trying to do our wholesome horse podcast. I'm not even gonna do it. Back in the and saddle a, is and over. And I'm like really sorry. I, I didn't know that the ponies aren't horses, and I wanna apologise. They're ponies. Horses are big and strong and majestic, <laughs> with rippling muscles. Ponies are squat imbeciles. Wow. <laughs> That's a wow. Harsh. Holy shit. <laughs> Right, well, we've Hello everyone and welcome to the Indie Haven podcast. <laughs> yes, welcome to the Indie Haven podcast with me, your host, Elodie Cunningham. Horse. <laughs> Just pony despiser. Just Elodie horse. <laughs> horse Elodie, because, I mean, horse ends with E. Elodie Horsingham. Uh, and I'm joined horse. by... Josh Ho- Rivers. Ho- <laughs> Chorse Rithers. Oh, horse. <laughs> horse the horse. And me, Astrid Chorson. <laughs> so video games. Video games. Let's let's take you on a centaur of the recent news in gaming. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't want to be alive anymore. <laughs> Same. Oh no, uh, got, I don't sh- think anyone wants to be alive anymore. I nah. had a long day. It was very long. I I, I did not, nothing today, but sleep. I've done so much this week that I'm still dead. I don't sleep anymore. So welcome. <laughs> this is going to be a great show, clearly. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, this is um. This I is... tried to burp in the microphone, but I, my body just gave up. Uh, hi, it's me, your favourite um Rick Burp from Rick and Burp Morty. Hi, um, I do science. Did you it's, like my impression? It's a good horse. <laughs> so I might be a little behind. So IndieK started today. It yeah. did start today. Thank fuck. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit ago, and yeah. we talked about really the nominations. Cool. Got some good nominations. nominations. So if you want to find out about those nominations, you can go to IndieK.com or you can listen to our earlier episode of the Indie Podcast. Uh, do the, the second nice. one of those things, preferably. Preferably, that's yes. good. Why not both? There's is it a meme too much to that ask? says that. Yeah, there is a meme know, that says that. I and mean, we all know if, if, if a if... meme says it. And we know that the kids like their memes. Why would I a mean, meme lie? I mean, 
if you if you have to choose between one and the other, definitely go for listening to our podcast. Yeah, I mean, if someone's got a gun to your head, if someone's got a gun to your head, if someone's got a gun to your head, choose the, the Indie Haven podcast. That's our new. That's our new. The um, right choice statement. for hostages. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a new page to the Indie Haven site. That's our mission statement, and the mission statement is: if you've got a gun to your head, choose IndieHaven.com. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it'll jam the gun, but what have you got to lose at this point? You know. Don't know that it won't. Did you guys know that Frida Kahlo totally fucked Leon Trotsky? Just now? (laughs) Well, no, Josh, because they're both dead right now. So? They're probably fucking in the afterlife, let's be honest. They're right. fucking in, in the graves. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, oh, where were we? Um, I've completely lost my train of thought. I think we literally just introduced the topic. Yeah. Okay, look. Uh, look. <laughs> we, were, we said, um... We I'll just start. I'll just yeah. start again. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we talked a bunch about how people should choose to listen to our coverage rather than going oh, we to did. their website. We did. Yeah, or yeah, being so shot. Totally. Or being or shot. Being shot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, not really much else to say because we just be parroting. Hmm. But if you're in the area of Indicate, and that area is downtown Los Angeles, maybe you should go check that out. Look at some cool indie games. Los Angeles, California. Oh, fun time. It'll be good. But yeah, uh, yeah. moving on. Um, do we just before we move oh. on? Mm-hmm. Uh, is mm-hmm. there a difference now between the nominations and the people who are actually there? Or? As far as I'm aware, no. Okay, so it was just a nomination for who would win, rather than nomination of who would be able to be there. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I misunderstood apparently then. It was quite an extensive list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so for some reason I just I just took it to mean that only a few of those would be actually able to go there. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, you go together. So Uh so, uh I I accidentally closed my tab. Um uh. Uh, as you can tell, probably, this is going to be our most coherent and structured and... This yes. is the most coherent. Right, yes. <laughs> Do you need so, time? I can buy d- time. Look at me, <laughs> yeah, I can juggle. It's fine. Uh, Nintendo Switch. Nintendo um, Switch. Yes. So, GamesIndustry.biz did a really interesting interview with a few indie game developers who have recently ported their games to the Nintendo Switch. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> sex joke. <laughs> and... It's interesting because it seems to be the indie games right now are doing better on the Nintendo Switch than any other platform. Some indie games doing really, really well. For instance, Shovel Knight, which had its strongest launch performance on the Switch. And a few other a few other indie games that have been ported. Like, this week alone, 18 indie games went up onto the eShop for the Switch. And they're all doing really well. And this is really nice to hear, because in our first episode of the Indie Haven podcast, we talked about our concerns about the the quality the, the, quali- the quality care that Nintendo might put into indie games on the Nintendo Switch, and it seems to be that they're doing really, really well with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I said at the time that I expected it would probably go all right because they have an alright track record compared to most of Absolutely. the uh, big companies. And a dog is scratching himself in my room and making noises now. Um, because the gate was opened again and they've all come in here now. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> uh, your concern... You, you oh yeah, yeah. No, track, um, good track records. Yeah. yeah, I thought they'd do alright, but I didn't think they'd be beating PC out. Yeah, but I guess they're better than Steam, and Steam is bad. That is true, actually. But Steam is the biggest <coughs> part of PC gaming at the moment. Mm. 
I mean, it's not difficult to be better than Steve. I know, and that's what I mean. But, but people, like, you, right away you'll assume, like, oh, it's fine, um, uh, PC will do best for that sort of thing, just because that's kind of how we think about things. But when you actually stop to think about it, Steam is very bad, and we really almost bad. all rely on Steam for our PC game stuff. Mm. So the result is, like, they're not even looking for other PC retailers. They're just yeah. moving to other systems. Yeah, a lot of it, a lot, a lot, a lot of, um, a lot of what's to do with it as well. Um, in the interview, um, they um, they spoke with uh, the former PlayStation indie boss, um, Shahid Ahmad. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how Nintendo treat indie developers really well. Mm-hmm. Really, really well. They're very welcoming in getting getting indie developers onto their platforms. They just have a general, generally a good relationship with indie developers. They do a lot to get on the good side of these people which makes sense because it's a it's a, it's like a, it's a business transaction in a sense yeah well i'd say in a sense it literally is a business transaction mm-hmm. but it seems it seems like nintendo are one of despite having a dodgy track record in some other situations youtube <coughs> sorry <coughs> yes um, it seems that Nintendo are probably one of the best of the big, the big corporations uh, when it comes to liaisoning with indie development, mm. and that's very that's un- undeniably a large aspect as to why they're doing so well on the Switch and why so many developers are bringing their games to the Switch. Mm-hmm. You might say they're the cream of the horse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is something that you might say. It is on a list of possible I was, things. I wasn't expecting that. I forgot we were doing that. <laughs> we can continue this whole thing as long as we fucking can. Are we gonna keep? Are we gonna keep beating this dead horse? Uh, you beat me by a second. <laughs> you bastard! The horse ride never ends. Oh, horse! <laughs> Once you galop, the horse jokes don't stop. Why did yeah, you say they... glop and not clop? Oh shit! You oh, ruined no. everything. I fucked, I fucked it up. Your arrogance has placed us in mortal danger. I'm sorry. The horse gods will be angry. Oh god, we're already dealing with, with Ghost David Kaja. It's getting too spooky. In are, the, this are, Halloween are the horses month. possessed by Ghost David Kaja? He might be right. He might be a Dullahan now. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> we don't David know. David Cage the horse lich. <laughs> David Cage the, the Dullahan. <laughs> the headless horse cage. David brackets. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else we need to he say rides, about Nintendo? He rides through Sleepy Hollow looking for his emotions. Uh, yeah, I have. You know, I have to say, I was a little bit skeptical. Yeah. Just because mm. just everything about the Switch seemed shaky at the start, but I've got to say, it is. In this case, it is a genuine joy to be proven wrong. Like the console itself seems to be doing pretty spectacularly. Well. Yeah, and yeah, the indie games seem to seem to be doing a lot better on there than I thought. Mm. Just the the sale. The, sorry, you you probably said this already, but are the sales doing better? The sales are doing better. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shovel Knight had its strongest launch performance when it released on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, the the thing is, Shovel Knight is kind of associated with Nintendo at this point. It has become kind associated of, yeah. with Nintendo in this po- at this point in a sense. I suppose it's just generally it's generally well known, and I suppose part of that leaks into why it's doing so well on the Switch because loads of people like Shovel Knight, so they're gonna get Shovel Knight on the Switch because they like it. 
which mm-hmm. means more people are going to buy it in that initial launch period. But at the same time, it's really impressive to see how well it's doing in comparison to PC. Mm-hmm. Well, I think another possible reason for that is I think there's a lot of indie games that people would just rather play portably. Like I'm, I'm just thinking of something that uh, obligatory Jim Sterling reference. Uh, he was talking about the Vita with yes. respect to a Plague oh, yeah, Roads launch. Apparently it did the best on the Vita and there's just this contingent of fans who if you just put out an indie game on the Vita people will just snap it up. Yeah, yeah. that's like all of arcade distilleries games do incredibly well on the Switch. Yeah. That, uh, on, 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 the, on the Vita. And I honestly don't think it's just a case of the Vita. You know, obviously the Vita's still got its fans but I think it's just a case of people just want it portably because I think there is a contingent of the player base who are kind Absolutely. of like do I want to like actually you know sit down for this game or yeah, like, yeah. would I w- and There's for a- the longest time the Vita had become that portable indie games machine but yeah. with it slowly uh, regrettably because the it's a really good piece of hardware with it slowly dying over the past few uh, mm. over the past couple of years and the Switch coming out, and the Switch being the new portable console quality piece of hardware, makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. I do have some issues with that, though, because whereas with the Vita, you can get hours and hours and hours without it being plugged in. Yeah. And it is console quality, Um, whereas the Switch has a lot of... um, a lot of issues with battery life and a lot of issues with um, scaling itself down to accommodate the fact that it is both a handheld and a home console without like really mitigating the issues that that causes. So I mean, I can, I, I can respect that. I do certainly like it's un, it's it's indisputable that the Switch is like as as a piece of hardware more powerful than the Vita. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, I don't think, I don't think it's quite up to the point of um, replacing handhelds as a concept. Oh, definitely. No, I Mm. I, I agree with you. I much Um, prefer to get something on the Vita than on a Switch just because of the fact that I can rely on being able to use it still. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, okay. That's fair yeah. enough, but at the same time, I think Sony's just not pushing the Vita. I mean, that's why oh, the Vita no, is quote-unquote not... dead. It's just, yeah. it's still kicking around, but it's just been neglected. Oh, they just I think don't it, have it, I think Like, every new project yeah. Sony seems to attempt that isn't just I, a mainline mm, console. Absolutely. I think it's part part of, like, if it was if it was just if it was just portable indie games on the go as on, on its own then mm. the switch wouldn't be doing as well as the vita but i think it's that with the addition of nintendo's consistent reliable fan base yeah mm. it's got the nintendo and name sort of... and i think the fact that it is yeah. also an like at home i think the fact that it is both and that's yes, kind definitely. of a new thing even though people have sort of done Similar hmm. things before, or yeah, attempted similar fact, things before. In fact, the Vita was starting to do that with uh, the PlayStation TV and being able yeah. to play. Um, well, I think because this one just made it, but either simpler or was more high profile about it. I think absolutely because of that inc- newness, people was, are willing to overlook a lot of the flaws. It was all included in one package. Yeah, something that um, I I think that that's that's definitely a positive that they. Um, that it's the same thing for both, but the negative is that um, it doesn't have the thing that the uh, the Vita, the playing the PS4 with the Vita had, which is that um, you'd both have the uh, being able to play it wherever in your house and have the computing capacity of the PS4. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's def that's definitely a very good point. It's not some that's not something that the Switch has because yeah. it's all it's all the same console. It's not uh, an accompaniment. As I s- cannot be used. As, as I said, though, uh, I still think what they should have done is they should have um, had some kind of like uh, 
they should have included some hardware in the docking station that sort of uh, scales up how well it works. Yeah, it's funny because back when we were still speculating what the Switch was going to be, there were there was a lot of discussion surrounding the idea because um, when the when when all of that information came out about the patents that Nintendo were taking out and people connecting that to what the Switch could be, there they one of the patents that they took out was a system wherein every base station of a console, a hypothetical console that, that ne- it never came to be in the Switch, but every base station of the console would have uh, an always-on Wi-Fi connectivity. Not not for you need requiring an on- always online internet connection to play it, but it would broadcast a signal mm. that would connect with people walking walking around nearby those base stations. It would connect to their portable equivalent and use that connection to broadcast improved hardware performance. Yeah. That it, it hmm. that that's a very that's a very um very layman's explanation of it. I, I think but, that that is like a step further than what I was asking for. But I just think that the 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 base or the dock or whatever should have um maybe had just like an improved uh, like an expansion to the CPU on it. Yeah, it would have been very nice. Just so that when when you've plugged it into a TV, it's not just playing the same game that you play portably. But on a TV, yeah, because it it does mean that they can't be a proper like next gen console in the same way other ones are because they have to try and also be usable portably. Absolutely. I think I talked about all this in our first episode, but I think it does bear saying because it does have a big impact on why I think the Switch has some issues that I think definitely need to um, be improved in other things, but I'm glad that it's doing well for <coughs> indie games. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I just, I'm, I'm I just glad it's doing well really well. hope that um, people don't, like, put it on a pedestal. Oh, yeah. Like mm. people did with the Wii, which yeah. kind Let's of made a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think that um, if people try and attempt to do the same thing, they really need to uh, look at the issues that the Switch has and definitely mm. try and accommodate for those. Um, do you have any other thoughts before we move on? Um, I'm not sure. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we pretty much covered it. Yeah. Uh, last little bit of news before we move on to the most important part of the show. Um, mm-hmm. A Hat and Time came out. Yeah. Yes. This week. Uh, it's apparently, as a game, much better at capturing that retro nostalgia of the likes of Banjo Kazooie. I've than immediately Ukulele switched was. off. Although you, you our, our fun review... with this conversation. Oh, sorry. <laughs> our review. Of uh, ukulele gave it a very positive score, so. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I know. I like it. It's fine. Many, many are saying that they prefer a hat and yeah. over ukulele. <laughs> there is an issue that also relates to ukulele. That also relates to ukulele. <laughs> For those unaware, drawn, yes. you. What was it? <laughs> I'm just amusing myself. You carry on. Okay. Um, where was I? <laughs> Video games. Uh, the, yeah. the the issue, the problem. Yes. For those yeah. unaware, ukulele was originally lined up to have a guest appearance from everyone's favourite. John Tron. <coughs> um, now, after the controversy that happened earlier this year, when it turns out John Tron was a massive wanker, a massive racist wanker, just throwing out my opinion there. White supremacist. <coughs> uh, so, 
it came uh, after after that controversy came about. The developers of Ukulele decided to pull John Tron's involvement from the game. A very sensible and understandable decision. John Tron was then lined up to also have a guest appearance in A Hat in Time, and the developers had said that they would remove his performance from the game for the same reasons that Ukulele removed his performance from their game. But they didn't. They didn't. They didn't do that. They left him. They didn't do that. It's still in there. It's a, it's a small cameo, but it's still... It's still it doesn't look it's, good compared to ukulele. It doesn't look good, yeah. Did they give any reason or explanation? They've not... As far as I'm aware, they have not said anything about it. As of 24 hours ago when Polygon reported on this, they have not said anything about it. Well, I the guess... Last thing, the last thing they did say about it was that they would remove the performance, but that was some time ago, and clearly that hasn't changed. Yeah. It's possible there was some sort of pressure on them from somewhere. It's entirely possible. That Obviously, that they can't talk we can about only for spec- whatever reason. We can, o- we can only speculate on the reasoning, yeah. and I can only hope. I, I like. I, I, I would. I would like to be optimistic about this, but as it stands, that's not very good. Not yeah, knowing no. their reasons for doing it, it's, I would. Yeah, I would, of course, say that. Well, yeah, it, it, I can certainly relate to it being concerning. You know, what with me being paranoid, but. Like obviously, don't direct hate okay. at these people. No. Yeah, don't direct. Well, hate I, at these I would hope that for our particular audience, we wouldn't have to say that, but it does bear just mentioning. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they've done. Like, I don't think there's any hidden there's no, agenda there's no, behind there's no this decision. Agenda, no. I just I, think I, it's a dumb PR move. Yeah, I think it's a little bit disappointing from a PR perspective. Certainly. Uh, I think I... we we should definitely come back to this if anything more comes out from yeah, the Yeah, if there are any updates, we'll discuss it in the next episode. Yeah. And for the it time being, be I just think this is like ill-advised at worst. But Provided he's not being to... racist in the actual lines, yeah. then we've got a problem. Yeah, I think for the time being, though, it's at least important to to make the, make the information known. Yeah. yeah. But... I think that's all you can really do on the story at the moment. So let's move on to the extra special important segment of this show. Extra special! Josh's deep thoughts! Josh's deep thoughts! Josh's deep thoughts! Get him in here! Nice. Do, do do that indeed as we move on to George's deep thoughts. Right. So Wentworth Miller's spicy truncheon. Oh, he's back. He's oh, back. He, he's back at it again with the spicy truncheon. With the spicy truncheon, what he's done is he's lit a stick on fire and is hitting people with it. Now, this I've got to be honest is a bit of a worrying step up. Yeah, no, this is less subtle than some of his other schemes. Yeah, but well, more to the point, before now he was like a minor a nuisance at worst. And l- except for the time when he almost killed um, Chad Whimsy with the whole turkey stunt. Yeah, but, I mean that that, I know, that was kind of. I think of the a, turkey yeah. stunt may have been non-lethal. No, um, no, the turkey stunt he was moving towards a grinder. I th- I think that's sort of. I think that was meant to be taken as a magic trick. Because hindsight being twenty twenty, it is possibly retrospectively more worrying than I perhaps thought at the time. But like, mm. as someone who has followed Chad Whimsy's escapology career quite uh, closely, and what an escapology career it is! Oh, <laughs> quite, quite world renowned, which is makes it kind of it's, concerning it's... that there's no evidence, but. Anyway, I mean, it was kind of incredible that um, Wentworth Miller managed to tie him up in that turkey suit so much that he couldn't escape it, and you needed to go and help. So yeah, it's a bit alarming because he's graduated from slight annoyance straight to assault and battery. I and... don't imagine many people survive that since it's also setting them on fire. 
Well, as I mean, well. they only what you've got to understand is they only come into contact with the flaming stick very for very brief periods of time. Oh, okay, so, so it's just a light burn. Like some some light burning. If some of some of the more flammable victims uh, do go up, unfortunately, uh, we've not had any reported oh, fatalities. But I'm. Let's just say, like I wouldn't want to be the one to test it. You know, I don't I don't fancy pushing my luck, and just assuming that all of these are just going to pan out fine. I think we need to put a stop to this. I'm just not sure how. Maybe it really must stop. Uh, it's a I've, big stick. I've got a, I got a suggestion. I don't know if you'll like it. Mm-hmm. All right, so we get a bigger stick. A bigger stick. Yeah, like one that's bigger than him. Not a big. And we set stick. it on water. Yeah, we set it on water, and then we literally kill him with it. In a world where Wentworth Miller has a spicy truncheon, the man with the wet plank is king. Yes. The wet plank is king is this week's episode title. It's yes. true. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a title it that's true in this instance. Usually we just lie. These are, these are uh, real truths and real facts about real men yeah. with real guns this, in a real war. This is Josh's real truth. <laughs> Right here. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just appreciated that reference there, Astrid. Thank you, thank it you very good. much. <laughs> I see you're a fan of the Miller Report too. Yes, I very much am. Quite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that is that that is to say you're a, a jabroni? <laughs> I used to think jabroni was like an insult for bronies. Oh no! I did for oh, like yes. a, a hot minute. I can minute. see how you came to that conclusion, certainly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, hmm. yeah, my my the whole plan is to get a wet plank and kill him with it. Right. Because what, what you're essentially looking at, because we've had a fatality on the show before. Uh, David Cage, who might now also be the headless horseman, we don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's some no, troubling he's reports. The emotionless, there's the, the emotionless, emotionless horseman. horseman. <laughs> the emotionless horseman. Just, yeah, just there's really, been some troubling really reports deadpan. from from a, a Sleepy Hollow. Spectre. Yeah, Sleepy Hollow's been having some issues again. Yeah, they've they've been having issues with uh, what what they what they uh, described as wailing in a French stereotype accent. Yeah, yep. a lot and of them. just just a lot of just a lot of shite games. Yeah, just a lot of polygons just kind of appearing about the town. Yeah, just a, a lot of polygons. Uh, they, they, with a, just a note left next to them saying this is emotions. They're not entirely sure. I mean, they don't appear to be emotions. Yeah, mm. no, this does sound like David Kaja's work. It does. We're getting off topic here. You're yeah. essentially suggesting that we generate another spectre. He might not become but a ghost. W- Do you think he has any regrets? Well, I'm concerned he's going to become a grudge, like in The Grudge. Oh no. Because he clearly bears some antipathy towards me. He's David Cage is just going to crawl out of... No, it's not David Cage. I, I don't want Wentworth Miller's Went- damp oh. grudge. <laughs> Wentworth Miller's damp grudge... Probably I, won't happen. We need to. Miller's just gonna. Probably gonna or crawl. definitely, Elodie. De- definitely, gonna, definitely. I don't need gonna, more ghosts. He's gonna crawl. He's gonna crawl out at you from a well. The funk soul brother. Crawl out, crawl out your on. television. I'm just gonna send a quick email. Uh, just opening. Just gonna send a quick fax. Just some uh, spectral just, correspondence. Just opening. Um. Okay, I've opened Outlook and. Alright, I've just ordered the hit. Alright. Sorry, sorry. I don't know why I'm less concerned about you ordering out a hit and more concerned. Why are you using Outlook? Well, with that attitude. (laughs) Fucking, like, Gmail is where it's at. I have a Gmail account, I just don't use it. 
you just don't use it to hire your assassinations that are real. Yeah. I yeah, use actual I assassinations. Use my account. Yeah, no. Because it's better for crimes. Oh, oh, I've had an email back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Wentworth Miller's dead. Are you sure it's not Wentworth Miller sending the email as, under the guise of the hitman? Because he's done this before. No, there's actually a picture of him crushed under the wet plank. Oh, shit. I don't believe that's him. Hang I want on, confirmation. Just... I want a body. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna check. I'm gonna check Sky News. Oh shit! That is the headline. Wentworth Miller found dead. He's done this before. They the, the, even the featured image is him dead under the wet plank, which you know you think would be quite graphic for the front page of a of a a, a, a news website. With, you know, like, ethical codes and stuff, because, you know, the National Union of Journalists and Ofcom and all that jazz. But, yeah, there it is. Uh, wait, look look in the background there. Can you see that? Yeah. It looks like a ghost. What? <sighs> it looks like well, a that grudge ghost. that doesn't narrow it down. It looks like a grudge it's... ghost. Just kind of hanging out in the background of this picture of Wentworth. Oh my god, it's Theresa... Sorry, no, it's not Theresa May. No, Theresa May's there as well. You were looking at at the wrong part of the picture. Yeah, sorry. Uh, No, I I think that has turned into a Wentworth Miller wet grudge. Probably won't happen. Were those not your exact words? Yeah, probably left out some room for possibly not happening. You've fucked us. Right, I'm not being funny. You've <laughs> fucked us. It's fine. Oh, I got a text. Hang on. Elodie in the edit overlay a text alert that is the opening. It's the chorus of "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." Okay. Got a text. Sorry, I've got to take this. This seems important. Okay. Hi, it's your boy Wentworth. Not actually dead. Don't know what the deal with the grudge is. Wait, what? All right, that's can... somewhat concerning, if I'm honest. Um, I'm just right, gonna. So, right, I'm so just either gonna... either he's lying, because you know I'm. I know I've got no reason to trust this guy. Or there's just an unrelated grudge hanging around now. Or maybe the maybe he replaced. Maybe it's the body double scratch. Does he have a body double? He usually just catches Chad Whimsy again and dresses him up. Hold on, hold on, I've got another text. Okay. Just to clarify, I don't have a body double. The grudge is completely unrelated. I cannot stress this enough. I have no idea how that got there. This sounds suspicious, and if if I he mean, starts crawling out of your phone, well, he did that before. To be fair. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just have to see how this is we'll going next week. We'll just have to see how it week. plays out. I don't know if I trust him. Oh, hang on, another text. Okay. I appreciate that you have no reason to trust me. But Defo's mate, this is not me, I am not dead. That grudge is absolutely not me. And what is the dead body? Uh, P.S. The dead body is just some guy. Who was under a wet plank when I got here. Wait, he's there also? This is sounding more and more suspicious. P.P.S. Be sure to thank Elodie for the paycheck for me. You've only gone and hired Wentworth Miller to perform the hit. Oh, shit. Oh, Elodie. Oh, you muppet. So we just found a guy who happened to already be crushed under a wet plank. Why did all the media think it was Wentworth? What's the grudge got to do? He's already (laughs) clarified that he doesn't Oh, hang on, I've got another text. Okay. 
I've already clarified that I don't know where the grudge came from. Actually a little bit offended that you forgot already. <laughs> Is he listening to me? Someone must have oh. inherited... David Cage's Maybe the stuff. Discord chat is, is is has like an audio bug, not like a, like a technical bug. Hold like on, a, I've got like another text. Plant. Okay. Nah, mate. <laughs> How does he know then? I mean, he's not elaborate. I don't okay. think he's gonna tell us. The only way he could possibly know if he's not inherited David Cage's <gasps> bug Hang network on. is if he's. Hang a... on. Okay. Hang on. Let me try something. Wentworth, how many fingers am I holding up? I'm not getting anything. Oh shit! Okay, I'll just, I'll just, I'll hold them up to the window and see if that helps. Maybe it's just an audio bug. I hold them up to my phone camera. I hold them up to my Nyan Cat card deck box. Oh my god. Okay, he's not bugged the Nyan Cat card deck nah. box. I'll hold them up to my, um... Do you know that video game that had... It was, like, before Skylanders, and they were, like, the weird little action figures that all looked the same, and they had different paint jobs, and you put them on a platform, and it was, like, a weird Club Penguin store MMO? No. Oh, idea. yeah! I remember Hang on, those. I'm gonna take a... I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a picture of the of the things that I have on my desk. We're getting off track. I do still think that the only way he could be hearing all this is if he's a grudge inside of our technology. Oh, very logical Got another text, hang on. Okay. Took him a For Bennett. fuck's sake, I am not a grudge, Elodie. <laughs> well, how are you hearing this then if you're not a grudge? Oh, another text. Something to do, in it. <laughs> that doesn't really answer the question, Wentworth. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it's an answer hang to on, hang on. A, a Before, different kind of question. He's obviously not going to tell us how he's hearing us, because he knows I'll just tear the whole thing down, whatever he's built. But one thing I do... Just one loose thread I kind of want to wind up. Wentworth, why are you hitting people with a burning stick? <laughs> I forgot about that. I uh, got a text. Oh. Wouldn't worry about it, mate. Bored of it now. <laughs> okay. That's All right. Fine. Well, I'm. It's not a very satisfying conclusion, but I'm perfectly happy leaving that to lie. Yeah. That's uh, I think no good can come from pressing Wentworth Miller further. Yeah, I think we've we've reached a point where we're just gonna have to wait and see what's going on because we got all these loose threads about this grudge that happens to be here and the wet plank yeah. and the man who people Hang think on. are Wentworth. Hang on. Uh huh. Th- what if that's a clue? What? <laughs> There's a lot of convoluted, confusing threads and plot points in this in this story that we're hearing yeah and we know that the recently deceased and now ghost of david cage culture really enjoyed david culture really enjoyed putting complex and convoluted plots in his video games you think this is some sort of elaborate machination i think what if wentworth miller is dead and his spirit has fused with the spirit of David Carter. Hold on, I've got a text. Uh, just let just fucking drop it. That sounds defensive. Oh, I cracked the code. Oh, he's turning into I've a got pile of text. ghosts. What is it? Okay, this one's just blank. Okay. Oh. oh. Has your screen turned stand? Well, I mean, this is... No, this one's actually just... This is a part of a previous prank that Wentworth Miller did. Wentworth Miller's Blank Bonanza. Uh, oh, okay. So I never really got one. what the point of that one was. Usually there's some sort of subtext or, like, subtle psychological play there. I think he's playing a fucking long game with this one. Who but, knows? Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, we're I'm just really going to have to see. Oh, another text. Okay. You're overthinking it. All right. Fine. Fine. 
Oh, we're over th- all right, fine. I don't trust him, but we'll have to see. Um, and that was Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts, I guess, gone I on for just guess. slightly longer than it should have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a tad, like you can pinpoint the exact moment. Uh, tune in next week for more fun. Oh wait, I just got featuring a text. the unrelated grudge. You uh, just got a text. Yeah, I just, you got, just a got, text. got a text. It says, "Yeah, it's really starting to drag now." <laughs> Does it say who it's from? No. Uh. I'd assume probably Wentworth. I don't have his number. Oh, oh no, I just, just got, got a text. Okay. It's not me, gotta admit, I'm slightly baffled. Okay, so okay. it's not... Oh, we, we got another loose thread to pick up next week on the Indie Haven podcast right here on yeah. Podhaven. The intrigue just doesn't fucking stop, no matter another... how many times I try to conclude and that, the segment. And that was another segment of Josh's Deep Thoughts. Josh's Deep Thoughts. Josh's Thinky Deep Just excuse me while I turn my phone off. Because uh, I just want to call a definitive fucking end to that. So let's talk about <laughs> yeah. the next uh, segment. Yeah, let's have that promo from another Podhaven show, like we do. Have you ever found yourself playing a video game and wondering why the best character were all tucked away in the background, far behind all the boring soldiers, lifeless swordsmen, and generic space marines? So have we. We here at the Real Heroes Podcast bring in the best guests on the net to help us shine a light on the forgotten heroes of gaming once and for all. So if you've ever wanted to hear Laura Kate aggressively defend the rights of a fictional jellyfish alien, or Jed Whittaker discuss how Zelda is really the story of a kink-facilitating pickle man, join us on the Real Heroes Podcast right here on Podhaven. We just did it. That was fun. We just did oh, it. Just fun times. Oh, I just got a text. <laughs> oh no! No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> what games have we been playing that we want to recommend? Uh, who wants to I go first? I gotta. I gotta be honest. I have not had much time for games this week. The one game I have been playing is Yakuza Zero. No, to be honest, the one game I've it's... been playing this week is Halo Wars Two. So. Yeah. I can talk. I can talk very briefly about a game I've been playing. Okay. Talk about a very brief, very brief, brief game. I have been playing the A Dash One One Hall Dash A, also known as Valhalla. Oh yeah, I oh, want to yeah, play I that. that. I own it. The cyberpunk, the cyberpunk bartender, uh, the cyberpunk bartender uh, drink making game. It's very, very good. It's really good. I'm glad. It's effectively, it's effectively a visual novel, mm-hmm. but. The entirety of the mechanics revolves around you making drinks for people. Ah. So you add various different in- a, a, a selection of different ingredients to a mixer. Either age it, add the rocks, or leave it. Mix it or blend it to make uh, different kinds of drinks. You can sometimes make drinks that have more alcohol in them than other drinks. And depending on the kind of drink that you make for your customers depends on how the interaction with that customer goes and changes the story. Okay. An example that they always gave, because I gave it a go at some... uh, at EGX Rezzed in 2016, uh, which is when I first managed to get my hands on the game. And I'm finally getting around to properly playing it. Uh, But an example that they gave during that demo was... Say somebody walks in and says, "I just need a, I just need a, a nice quick drink to to sober me up and get me ready for work." And you might make a drink that has a lot of one really alcoholic component that doesn't really taste of anything in it. So they end up getting drunk and they crash their car, for instance. Nice. I've not had something of, I've not had something to that scale yet. I have only just finished the first act though. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really lengthy game really really interesting really enjoying myself the characters are fascinating the world is amazing is it actually it's set, in... S- set in the same world as um, what's it called um, Read Only Memories I 
I don't know if it's set in the same. I th I think it may be set in the same universe. I think it's developed by different people, but they're de they're two development studios that um are very friendly with each other. Yeah, I know that because they, they both share the Augmented Eye, which is a newspaper that's in both of the games. Yeah, so they could be the same. It's possible. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, they might have confirmed it somewhere, but they they are both both of the developers are fans of each other's work, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a really really fascinating game. You get a lot of insight into the lives of these people in this world in this in this city called Glitch City, which is basically Hong Kong on steroids. It's all free market, strong Kong. Yeah. It, 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 Why every, are so everything many is... cyberpunk things? Hong Kong on steroids, though. I know, right? <laughs> there are other. There are other, there are other like you 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 get a sort of glimpse into the other locations around the world based on the other pe based on people that have um, come from different countries and everything. It's really interesting, and yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. There's a lot of interesting story arcs to follow. And yeah, I wholeheartedly I've not even finished it yet and I wholeheartedly recommend it because I've pl I've got like five or six hours of fight maybe even eight hours of that game in into that game so far and I am loving it. Absolutely nice. loving it. I am definitely going to get around to playing it because it's been in my library for an age. Definitely recommend. Uh, I'm going to recommend something. I'm, the indie game this week that I'm going to recommend is neither indie nor a video game. Well then, what the fuck is the point of anything? Uh, I'm <coughs> recommending uh, the anime series ReZero this week. Because okay. I have never seen anything apart from maybe Dark Souls that perfectly captures um how it feels to learn from your mistakes and uh, get better and get through tough challenges in video games. Because the basic premise of this this anime show is that the main character, whenever he dies, uh, he goes back to like a save point at an earlier point in the story. Uh, and it can get pretty dark and horrific at times when he's messing things I up. I think I... I think I saw the first episode of that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, when they have the periods where um, each time he's going around, he's gradually getting better at doing things, all I could think of was how much it reminded me of uh, the best sort of times when you really hit that, like, um, you really click with what you're supposed to do in a game that you've been struggling with. Yeah. And yeah, I just... it. I found that aspect of it really interesting. The fact that it can both be something that's not necessarily video game uh, directly related to video games, but it manages to capture video games way better than anything like Sword Art Online or anything like that, which is yeah, explicitly... You know, it's funny you mention that because I've recently been listening to The Adventure Zone, which is a... Um, I know you're aware, but for anyone listening that isn't aware, uh, is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast by the McElroy brothers and their dad, and their dad, who is a wholesome. I love man. him. Yeah, and one of the arcs. I won't give any. Spo I won't give any plot spoilers. I'll mention a vague concept uh, regarding the arc I'm currently listening to called the Eleventh Hour, in which. For reasons I won't explain, if you want to listen to the podcast, the characters experience a time loop um, of one hour, lasting from 11am to 12pm. Mm -hmm. And throughout it all, they ha the, 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 the purpose of the arc is to find out why the time loop is happening. But it's just a really interesting, it's a really interesting translation of something like a save point system into... A, a pen and paper RPG setting. What that particularly reminded me of actually was Majora's Mask. Yes, yeah. the way it um, the way it functions with that same period of time being repeated mm. feels very Majora's Masky. But yeah, no, I figured it was a little bit similar to yeah, what you were no, explaining. Yeah, and yeah, no, I just wanted to mention no, it. No, that's quite cool. Yeah, I I I like it when um, 
when things that are not video game related at all perfectly capture my feelings about video games way better than stuff that's actually trying to be like video games. Yeah, no, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. And it's why Ready Player One is going to be a terrible movie. I was, I knew that was going to come up. I was almost going to mention it, and then I thought, I don't actually know enough about that to talk about it myself, so I'm glad you said it. <laughs> and I'm glad you don't know too much about it, because it would de- it would decrease your quality of life by stint of the knowledge. Oh, good. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not good. It's a bad book. It's going to be a bad film. And I think that's a very excellent ending to the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's suspend the indie podcast, and now you should go and find these people who I hosted with on the internet. Well said. Uh, what, what, who? Josh goes first, as Me wait. goes first, I does, yes. You... Let me try that again. You can find me on Twitter, at Jam Tyrant, tweeting sometimes about the things that I tweet about. It's self-explanatory. You can find me on YouTube, The Abominable Showman, and you can also find me, of course, on Indie Haven, which... Should soon have a video going up that I did about Lightfield that I completely forgot to upload today. Oh, so that's okay. Well, I mean, that at some be, point tomorrow. It'll probably be up before this is out, so you can go watch that. Yeah, you should be able to go watch that by the time this is awesome. up. But uh, yeah, that is where I am on the internet. Yeah. So, Astrid. Bums. If you like video games, maybe with a little bit of communism on the side, maybe like a, like a, like a portion of fries or those little carrot sticks you can get at McDonald's, but... But instead of the carrots, it's communism. And also, you you're not paying for it because it, it's um, it's been redistributed to you. Elodie, you threw my flow off. Elodie, I was writing the swing of things. You literal bastard! If you like all of the things that just happened in your ear holes, <laughs> you can go to jaffermeister.com. That's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. Where you can find all of my content, ranging from funny socialist video games themed features and interviews on the personal side of my work, all of my Indie Haven content, which you can also find at IndieHaven.com, as I am the editor in chief, where I talk to some very gay indie games developers and I do a lot of news and all that shenanigans. You can also find my freelance work at Waypoint and now The Morning Star. And you can find me on Twitter, at Jaffermeister, spelt the same as the website, where I talk about a variety of different things. So you should come and have a chat with me about some stuff. That'd be nice. 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 So, uh, you can find me on Twitter at KemiWord, C-H-E-M-Y words, um, and the same on Patreon. Uh, still haven't still haven't picked up any new people in there, so uh, it's could be cool if you did that. Um, you can also find my music on chemicalwordsmith.bandcamp.com. Uh, I did the theme song for this and other various shows, which include uh, the Real Heroes, which the last episode we had Josh on, which was fun. Yes, and we didn't talk about video games that time. Didn't but talk about it much like this show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, I won. I recall. I I was the best picture. You can go and find out all about that on Real Heroes, and also I am on DNA Bit, which is a podcast about video game creatures and their biology. Then you should definitely go check it out. Uh, uh, that's 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 that. Um, Lovely jubbly. Oh yeah, YouTube also. Uh, Yes. Just search Hello Cunningham. I should be able to get out my second Halo video soon. Uh, because I've played all the games that I need to talk about on there now, so. Uh, yeah, that's that's me. LOD.
coming at you. Uh, so, Josh, do you have some advice for us to round us out? A bit of advice to wrap up the show with. When oh, hang on. Have you got a text? I'm getting a fax. Oh, you're getting a fax on your mobile telephone. God, I knew I shouldn't with have. With that le- fax I knew I shouldn't have left this fax machine running. <laughs> the one day I had it turned on, it's weird. Why did you have it turned on? It's not important. Okay. Uh, something to yeah, do. Hang on. Got it here. Don't forget to put the toast out on three sides. Winky face. Nudge, nudge. Brackets. You definitely know what this means. Do you? Another cliffhanger. All right. Well, next well I guess I guess podcast. that's the advice. That's a do that. I'll just Bye trust that. Bye everyone. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Podhaven.